आप सुन रहे हैं इंडिया फर्स्ट ऑनलाइन रोमांटिक रेडियो स्टेशन रेडियो वृष्टि लाइव जीवन में मिस्टी वेलकम बैक टू आर शो ऑथर्स कैफे और मैं हूँ आपकी आर्ज शिवम और मैं लेकर के आई हूँ हमारा शो ओनली ऑन रेडियो वृष्टि तो आप सबको पता है टुडे वी हैव विथ अस आवर गेस्ट इन ऑथर्स कैफे मिस्टर शिवासीस मुखोपाध्याय सर तो मैं इनके बारे में सबसे पहले आपको बता दूँ कि ही इज़ वेल नोन एंड ही इज़ एन ऑथर ही इज़ अ सिविल इंजीनियर एंड ही इज़ अ मोटिवेशनल स्पीकर ही इज़ अ मैन ऑफ मैनी टैलेंट्स अगर हम बात करें तो तो चलो अब हम उनसे कहते हैं बात करते हैं तो सर वुड यू बी काइंड एनफ टू इंट्रोड्यूस दर्फ टू अवर ऑडियंस श्योर शिवम गुड इवनिंग आई एम प्रोफेसर शुभाशीष मुखोपाध्याय फ्रॉम पुणे एंड नाउ इज पीपल दे इंट्रोड्यूस देम एंड दे गिव फोर्टी पेज फिफ्टी पेज बायोडाटा इट इज अव नो यूज So just I'll introduce myself. I am Professor Suvarnesh Mukhopadhyay. I am a motivational speaker, professor, blogger, author, and mainly I want to share with my audience or with my listeners my email ID and my cell number. My email ID is Professor underscore S M S for sweet M for mango at readymail dot com, and cell number is nine eight two three two nine three six four one. One second, I will share my email ID. It is very simple. Professor P R O F E W S O R underscore S M S for sweet M for mango at readymail dot com and cell number is nine eight two three two nine three six four one. Any other listeners, if you want to contact me, they are most welcome. Within twenty four hours, they will get the reply because my mailbox is practically eighteen to nineteen hours open. Thank you. Wow, that is really generous of you, sir, for providing us with your email ID and your number so that we can contact you. So, ah, uh, you guys, ah, uh, you are open whenever you want. You can contact him. So, ah, uh, you are welcome to. And like he said, he is available almost all the time, and you will get a reply very soon, as soon as possible. So, thank you, sir, for introducing yourself and saying hi to our audience. Now, let's take a little break, and then we'll be back. Till then, Please. keep listening to Radio Rishti Live, Jeevan Me Mishti. You are listening to Radio Rishti Live, Jeevan Me Mishti. Hello, friends. Welcome back to our show, and I am your beloved Arjish Shivam, presenting it only on India's leading online radio, Radio Rishti. So, as you guys know, today we have with us uh, Mr. S. Mukhopadhyay, sir. तो लाइक वी लाइक यू हर्ड हेम दैट ही इज़ अ प्रोफेसर सिविल इंजीनियर एंड अ मोटिवेशनल स्पीकर तो माई क्वेश्चन इज फ्रॉम यू सर दैट लाइक वी हैव हर्ड एंड लाइक आई रेड अबाउट यू आई गैदर यू आर एन इंजीनियर सो हाउ एग्जैक्टली डिड यू स्वे इन टू द डायरेक्शन ऑफ राइडिंग Yes, it is a big story. I'll make it brief. It was the year 1997. I was planning to pursue my PhD, but due to some internal politics of my institute, I was not allowed to do the PhD. And I had full of energies during that time. Even today, also I work for 16 hours. So I thought, if they don't allow me to do PhD, I can sit idle. So let me do something. You know, Shivam, if we construct a dam. The villages will be submerged and city will yeah, be saved. Yes, yes, if, yes, yes. If you don't construct a dam, city will be submerged and villages will be saved. 
So that time only I thought I have to do something which is totally different from PhD in engineering. So I defeated my complete attention to English literature. From that time I started reading. I read for eight to nine years continuously. I from Edward Gibbon to Ronjali Roy. And then I authored my first book, My Students of Far and Near, in 2001. It was published from Spain. That was the starting of the journey. And then it is an unending journey. Wow, that was really nice that uh, you tried to make the most out of the time you had. Not a lot of people are able to do that. I have heard my, my like they think now it is over. Now what can I do? I don't have the time. I don't have the means to do it. I don't have the resources. But you overcame all that and you managed to write. You did yes. something. You started something from ground zero and now you're flourishing. So that is really nice. So um, I have uh, the next question prepared for you. But till then, let's take a break and then I'll be back. Keep listening to Radio Vrishti, live stream and my Vrishti. आप सुन रहे हैं Radio Vrishti, live जीवन में Vrishti. तो तुमने बुलाया और हम चले आए. Welcome back to our show. और मैं प्रेजेंट कर रही हूँ Authors Cafe only on Radio Vrishti. And as you guys know, today we have with us Mr. X S Mukhopadhyay sir. So, sir, uh, like you told us about uh, how you became an uh, engineer, I mean, mostly how you became a writer. My question is, ki, what are the struggles you had to face? Would you the care to explain us your endeavors to come this far? Yes, yes. The main struggle is the initial rejections. When I authored my first book, My Students Are Far and Near, in 2001, the manuscript was completed in 1999. Since 1999 to 2001, I received more than 100 rejections from 100 publishers. Oh and that time, God, we were that not... That is familiar. a large number. Ha, but in that time, I was... Uh, we were not so familiar with email and internet. So we took all the correspondence used to through letters and uh, like registered letters, fax, like etc. So, but I was never defeated. 100 rejections I received, but still, I knew one thing. In a football match, in, uh, even in the last minute, if you give a goal, the whole match changes. So I struggled till the end, and in 2001, the book was published, and I was happy. Wow. So uh, that was something, like you said, so many rejections, but you managed to rise above it. It really yes. means a lot. So um, after, as we are talking about your writing, so I would like to ask you about uh, the new book of yours. What inspired hmm. you to create that masterpiece? I believe it was a uh, Indomitable Susan with HIV. Yes, yes. This book is in Indomitable Susan with a HIV. Susan is a lady. She is a homemaker, and earlier, or you can say housewife. Nowadays, we say homemaker, because I have seen this character from very close angle. I can say more than that, but I have seen all these characters, Susan, Sanjay. I have seen from very close angle, and I observed the struggle of Susan, who was a homemaker, who was educated. She sacrificed her whole life for her family, for husband, for daughter. And I'm telling you, very frankly, all the women work, but very few are paid. The homemaker doesn't have a service book. Homemaker, yeah. the homemaker doesn't get salary every month. Yes. But the struggle of that lady, in spite of all odds, she didn't bow down. She fought till the end and placed her daughter properly. Whole life she sacrificed for the family. 
So that struggle of the lady ignited a spark in my mind, and that motivated me to write this book. Even the even Asian Chronicle and the Pioneer, both the newspaper considered it as a masterpiece. I don't know whether it's a masterpiece or not, but yes, that sir, it is. I assure me. you, it is. It very much is. Yes, and like you said, like uh, it is like a real story, so it makes it a lot more inspirational for all of us. Yes, yes, yes. So it is for I all have, the ladies struggling. I have a lot more questions about it and about a lot of things, but till then, let's take a little break, and then we'll be back. और आप कहीं मत जाइए बस सुनते रहिए हमारे साथ बने रहिए एंड हीप लिसनिंग टू रेडियो वृष्टि लाइव जीवन में मिष्टि अगर आप भी किसी से प्यार करते हैं तो अपने प्यार को ना होने दीजिए लॉकडाउन शेयर कीजिए अपने पार्टनर के साथ रेडियो वृष्टि के रोमांटिक भरे गाने कीप लिसनिंग रेडियो वृष्टि लाइव जीवन में मिष्टि Hey guys, देखो मैं आ गई and like I say, I always come back to you. So I come back stronger than an iron strand. Welcome to our show, Authors Cafe, and I am your favorite Arjun Shivam presenting it only on Radio Vrishti. And today we have with us uh, our very esteemed uh, author, Mr. S. Mukhopadhyay sir. So uh, to him, my next question is. Um, so what advice do you want to give aspiring engineers as well as authors and what do you believe yes. you owe your success to yes yes it is a good question basically for the present day for the engineers or who are pursuing engineering for them i have only one advice let them enjoy the engineering of four years four year degree course and they must not think of placement at the very starting nowadays people start the thinking of placement right from the day one before admission they start thinking yeah, yeah. of placement so that is not at all uh, correct because am koi bachche ko agar bolenge daant nikalne se pehle haas ke dekhao to haas nahi sakte ho so no question of thinking of placement let them study thoroughly so they can they will be placed definitely and for the aspiring authors i would say in india nowadays practically speaking number of authors are more than number of readers yeah. so for the yeah, author Hmm. one must have substantial reading first you read thoroughly you must have good vocabularies good sense of grammar good sense of presentation your writing style must be lucid all those things unless you are having all these things you can't be a good writer so first start writing blogs then gradually you can be a writer and first share your feelings share your writings with your friends and family members if they give green signal then go ahead and i owe the complete success of my literary career to two ladies one is my mother and second is my wife so these are the two ladies who are having tremendous contribution in my life my mother is no more but she motivated me my wife is with me and she practically took the all charge of the family from me and i am free to write that's why i'm grateful to her wow that seems like uh, you guys really support each other and you are lucky to have two such inspirational two such supportive people in your life so, so sir i have uh, my next question and that is um, what do you think about qualification and education do you think these are two the same or one is no, the same or these are, are different things they are not at all same shivam it is very easy to be qualified I have seen more than 100 PhDs in my life. Every day I sit with the PhDs, I work with the PhDs. So qualification is a 
particular uh, thing by which you can eliminate others. It is a tool for competition. By qualification, you can eliminate others. Qualification comes from outside, like BEME PhD, BSMSC PhD, BCom, MCom PhD, like that. But education comes from inside. Even without being qualified, a man can be educated. I will tell you a small story. Once in a tea shop, one man was going through newspaper. Another fellow knew he was uneducated. He asked him, yeah, why, what you are reading? You are illiterate? He replied very nicely. He replied, I am not reading because I cannot read. But I am being informed by the pictures of the newspaper. That is education. Education comes from inside. So qualification and education, education is more important. Qualification is less important. So what you are saying, what I gather from what you are saying, that qualification is the degree and education is knowledge. Yes, education is knowledge and knowledge can be measured, degree can be measured. You yeah. can measure a person by his, by his degree and people write all those things in the visiting card. So many degrees they write. I never write. In the visiting card, your name, your email ID, your cell number, that is more than sufficient. People, I must not show to the people how many degrees I'm having. It is just showcasing of degrees. It is of no use at all. It is ego project. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, uh, sir, I have a lot of questions, but uh, the rest I would ask you after a little break. Till then, you guys, please stay with us and keep listening to Radio Vrishti, Lai Jeevan Me Mishti. Aap sun rahe hai Radio Vrishti, Lai Jeevan Me Mishti. Hey guys, we are back. So, welcome back to our show, Authors Cafe, presented by your one and only host, RJ Shivam. And I am today presenting it only on Radio Vrishti with our guest, hai, that is Mr. S. Mokhopadhyay, sir. So, uh, like uh, I have asked you a lot of questions, sir, but my next question is, uh, let's just say it's a cliche. What is your comment about hard work? Hard work is important and most of the guardians, they tell their children do hard work, but do hard work. But I think smart work is more important than hard work. Your work must have proper style. Unless you work smartly, hard work is of no use. No use. So hard work must be coupled with smart work. And then only you can go ahead and smart work must be coupled with very, very correct decisions. The correct decisions and smart uh, smart work can create a good future. Hard work is not alone enough. Yes, 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 sir. You are so very right. I very much agree with you. Because I have seen people, they have been badgering the wrong uh, rock. I mean, it's like, you know, it's type of thing. They keep trying and they keep trying and they don't reach anywhere because they are working hard but they are not thinking. They are not thinking yes. smart enough. Yes. Okay, so my next question about is, sir, ki, um, what do you mean by consistency in work schedule? Uh, consistency means, suppose a boy can read 10 hours in a day and after that for 5 days he will not read. Yeah. It is very easy to work 5 kilometers in a day mm. but very difficult to work. 500 meters for the whole month. So consistency means regularly you must do the same thing. If you don't do it for seven days, your audience will realize. If you don't do it for three days, your family members will realize. If you don't do it for one day, you will realize. So consistency means regularity. Whatever you do, if you study for one hour, it is okay. But study regular for one hour. Any day, first to study one hour and then you go ahead. That is consistency. Yes, sir, very true. Like you said, 
वी ऑल हैव दैट इशू कि एक दिन बहुत पढ़ लिया एंड द नेक्स्ट डे वी गो जस्ट पार्टिंग एंड स्टफ वी कैन मेंटेन इट वी कैन रीच द टॉप बट इट्स हार्ड टू मेंटेन अ पोजीशन एट द टॉप सो माय नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन इज व्हाट डू यू थिंक व्हाई कैन ऑल स्टूडेंट्स नॉट फ्लरिश इन लाइफ व्हाई कैन ऑल स्टूडेंट्स नॉट नॉट फ्लरिश इन लाइफ हां दैट इज द मेन थिंग दे आर नॉट गेटिंग दैट पर्टिकुलर स्ट्रीम Every person is born for a particular stream. Suppose Tendulkar is born for cricket, Maradona is born for football. I am born for teaching. So that is the main thing. Unless your passion and profession synchronizes or overlaps, you cannot get success. So many of the students, in spite of knowing that they are not fit for computer engineering, only for the money they go for computer engineering or electronics engineering. Yes. so if a seed doesn't get the proper soil it can never germinate so for that you must have proper soil and you must have proper stream of your liking every boy is not fit for computer engineering there are computer engineering electronics electrical civil mechanical metallurgy chemical so many branches are there so we take a four years course but we never think for four hours for that yeah we take a four right. years course we take a four years course but we don't think for 4 hours before selecting a course so what i would request every student every guardian must think for at least few hours before selecting a course and then they will be definitely successful yes sir you are very right i have even taken some decisions that were truly based on what consequences i'm going to get not about what my interest is and i don't think hopefully i didn't make that decision but yeah if i would have i don't think i would have succeeded there so you are very right about this so i have a lot of other questions but uh, till then ek chhota sa break and then we'll be back to aap kahi mat jaiye bas bane rahiye hamare sath and keep listening to radio vrishti live jeevan mein mishti aap sun rahe hain india's first all air romantic radio station radio vrishti live jeevan mein mishti my friends so uh, look i am back with our show authors cafe and i am your beloved arjish shivam aur main lekar ke aayi hu hamara show only on radio vrishti so as you guys know today i have mr shivashish mukhopadhyay with us which i am very very grateful to have on our show and i don't think i have expressed this sentiment enough that i am really honored to interview you sir and uh, to gain i'm i'm learning so much during this interview and i am uh, getting a uh, like a view into your mind it is incredible out there so it is my pleasure my next question is do you want to give your comment about uh, wrong concepts which are ingrained in people's mind ha wrong concept means i'll tell you when a child grows then the guardian say the dresses are becoming small the dresses never become small the child grows in maharashtra i have seen at 130 the people say लेट्स गो फॉर डब्बा डब्बा खाते हैं चलो डब्बा नहीं खाते हम लोग खाना खाते हैं सो देर आर मेनी रॉन्ग कॉन्सेप्ट इन आवर ब्रेन सो दैट रॉन्ग कॉन्सेप्ट हैज टू बी करेक्टेड दिस आर रॉन्ग कॉन्सेप्ट अनलेस योर कॉन्सेप्ट इज करेक्ट यू कैनॉट गो अड सो दैट्स आई एम टेलिंग यू एवरी पर्सन कॉन्सेप्ट मस्ट बी कॉन्सेप्ट एंड परसेप्शन हैज टू बी करेक्ट अदरवाइज दे कैन गो अड सो दिस स्मॉल करेक्शन मस्ट बी देर yeah you are obviously right how many times do i have to say this i don't know but all the things you are saying it all makes sense so yes. my next question is uh, 
What is the difference between academic success and professional success? Yes, most of the time we confuse between academic success and professional success. They are totally different two things. A very academically sound boy or girl may fail totally in his or her professional life. On the contrary, a very average student can be very successful in professional life. So academic success is related to your education part and professional success is related to your work part. So unless you are able to convert your knowledge to money, mm -hmm. professionally you will be unsuccessful. So it is an art. If you can convert your knowledge to money, then only you will be professionally successful. Unless you can earn properly, people will not accept you as a professionally successful person. That is the main difference. Yes, sir, you are very much right, and I agree with you, obviously. So, uh, next, uh, I want to ask you what are the subjects which must be taught thoroughly? Do what do you think about it? What are the subjects that must be taught thoroughly? Uh, mainly in India, not only in India, in the whole world, you need to learn only two subjects one is English, and second is mathematics. If you know these two subjects, you can rule the academic world. And it is my experience from my mother, who is no more. She expired in 1976. But when I was a child, and I was a very bad student, everybody used to insult me. My father used to insult me. Everybody except my mother. She only motivated me during those days of 1968. I was only five years old. She told me she was not illiterate. She was educated, but not qualified. And my father was qualified, not educated. So she only advised me, my child, learn only two things, English and mathematics. If you know these two things, you can rule the world. And exactly I did that thing. I mastered over English and mathematics so that I am so happy and successful in my teaching career. Wow, that was kind of touching, if I must say. And uh, like you said, English and mathematics, I have experienced it firsthand. If I'm good at that, I'm good at almost everything. Yes. So, um, my next question is, uh, actually, I would like to take a little break. What do you think about it? And then we can be back and we can continue our discussion. Please. So, uh, and keep listening to Radio Vrishti, Live Jeevan Name Mishti. You are listening to Radio Vrishti, Live Jeevan Name Mishti. Hey guys, uh, look, this is your one and only RJ Shivam back with our show Authors Cafe and today we have with us uh, our very own Mr. Shivashish Mukhopadhyay sir who is an author, a civil engineer, a motivational speaker and a lot more. So, um, I have asked a lot of questions to you sir and I know it must be a little annoying for you to answer all these but uh, mm -hmm. this is not just from me, this is the query, these are the questions of a lot of people out there who want to ask yep. you this want a view, a picture window into your mind. So my next question is, uh, your book is about women empowerment, right? Yes. So what is the biggest hindrance a woman faces in her life? What do you think mm -hmm. about it? Yes, the biggest hindrance a woman is that women are the main enemies of women. A mother-in-law wants her daughter-in-law to give birth to a male child. Yeah. Being a lady, being a lady, she cannot accept a girl child. 
and that is the root of all evils. Ladies are the most dangerous enemies of all the ladies, but this gender bias will kill everything. So that is the main thing. In even in today, in 21st century, <clears throat> ladies are the main men culprits. Culprits means they are the main enemies of ladies. Yeah. As I told you, a mother-in-law wants her sister-in-law to give birth to a male child, not a female child. That has to be eradicated. Actually, I, I think you are very right about this, that mostly females try to bring each other down in order to feel more secure. It happens yes. very often than we think. Huh. So, um, my next question to you is, uh, like, you talked, like we talked about women empowerment, what do you hmm. think that, um, what is your comment about homemakers? Homemakers. Homemakers are mostly, you would find throughout the globe, homemakers or housewives, they give their complete life for the family, but they don't get recognition. All the while, 24 to 7, they keep on working, but seldom we recognize their work and hard work. They are taken just like tea in the sugar, taken for granted. And housewives, they are not paid. That is a free domestic labor. So a house where the housewife or homemaker is respected, that house will flourish. In a society, if a lady is educated, then the society will go ahead. If a male is educated, only partly success will be there. So homemakers are the most important part in the society, and we must know how to respect them and how to count them, and we must not take them for granted. Uh, okay, sir. Yes, you're right. And uh, ju like just you talked about how uh, women want, I mean, a mother-in-law wants a male child. So in your book, yes. you wrote about male child obsession. Would you like to explain yes. it? Yes, male child obsession means every 99.99% at least in India, they want male child. <clears throat> I don't know why. Why they are so much after male child? What do they give? I was traveling, you know, long back, I was traveling with, in an auto rickshaw. And the Watawala, he was not qualified definitely, but I was talking to him, I was chatting with him. He told me in Hindi, the English translation is that a father is his son's property, but a daughter is her father's property, provided the father doesn't consider the daughter as a liability. Yeah, yeah. Same is the thing with me also. I have only one daughter and she is having a great role in my life. I don't have gender bias. And for that, I didn't apply that. Even she didn't face that. So gender bias is a dangerous thing. And marital option, oh, no, no reason. Or no reason, marital option. I don't know why people are after male child. What do they achieve by that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, it is always, I mean... Uh been a question yeah. to me as well like why 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 do you want a male child maybe because yes. females you have to marry her off to a rich husband you want all that but that uh -huh. is only if you take it like that if you give your daughter the freedom to make her own life to choose her own yes. career i don't think she is gonna become a liability or a burden on you correct correct that is the age-old tradition age-old tradition yeah, yeah, yeah. it is another hundred years yeah so um I have uh, a lot of other questions, including, uh, sir, what is your comment about women's earnings in the world? Women? Women's earnings in the world. 
अगर आप भी किसी से प्यार करते हैं तो अपने प्यार को ना होने दीजिए लॉकडाउन शेयर कीजिए अपने पार्टनर के साथ रेडियो वृष्टि के रोमांटिक भरे गाने Keep listening Radio Vristi Live Jeevan Me Misty Hello friends uh, so dosto bhaiyo aur behno aur behno ki bhaiyo so welcome back to our show Authors Cafe and I am your Arjish Shivam presenting it only on Radio Vristi so today we have in our Authors Cafe Mr S Mukhopadhyay sir which I am very honored to have and uh, he has answered a lot of my questions like i have asked you him uh, 10 or 15 questions till now and he has answered them also patiently and i thank you for it sir and uh, i would like to move on to my next question and it is in your book you discussed about god and common human being what is the difference between god and human being uh, god and common human being basically most of us don't have the clear concept about god we don't know what god is if i i would say god is a feelings god is a rhythm the main difference is that whatever god has created it is big whatever human being created it is small god created man man created caste god created flower we created bonsai god created river we created pipe so we have narrowed down that yeah. caste system this all those things bad bad thing all are created by human beings that is bad god created everything big and we created everything small that is the main difference it reminds me of what you wrote everything that man creates is artificial and superficial yes 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 okay so uh, nextly i want to ask you you wrote about human minds Would yes. you like to explain it in detail? It's a, a complicated concept that we all we have been trying, and the doctors and the scientists they have been trying to understand about it. So what yes, is your comment say. on it? I would say, suppose there is so much security regarding Atangbadis. Mm-hmm. Atangbadi terroristically it's not security of a system. Hai. But I would like to tell you one thing: in any city, if there is a bomb blast, immediately police starts checking everywhere. 
everywhere there is nakabandi in every airport everything is sealed every bus stand is sealed but we the idiots we don't understand the next day of the bomb blast is the safest day second day bomb blast will never take place but we are trying to eradicate terrorism but the most important thing is that if we can bring the terrorists to the mainstream that is better influence of mind over mind is the biggest influence so suppose a terrorist is there his mind is influenced by other terrorists so if we can counsel them if we can bring them to mainstream then terrorism will be vanished from this earth like camphor instead of doing that we are torturing them we are going against the current yes. and by this way you can never eradicate so my that you said right now about terrorism it reminded me of a little speech i gave a regular speech in my school days when i was in standard 8 and yes. my topic was terrorists my friend i know it sounds really uh, you know controversial but it was about how we should not condemn them how we should not punish them and we should try to help them they are just troubled yes. human beings yes Okay, so uh, sir, uh, my next question is: What is your comment about HIV-infected housewives in our country? The most unfortunate part is that in India there are lakhs of HIV-infected housewives, but all these housewives were innocent. They had it from their husband, mm-hmm. who used to or who visits red light area regularly. Yeah. So, unfortunately, from the husband, they are infected. so they are the most innocent community of the country and we never feel for them for them hiv is a taboo they need to take treatment and till now in india aids or hiv is not taken that sportingly so the man who is infected he is infected mostly due to his own fault yeah. but a lady who is infected she is infected for no fault of her it is just that she got married to a husband Yes, she got, got married it. to a man of no honor. Yes, yes, yes. She got married to a man with voluptuous taste. Okay, so so my yes, uh, my next question is uh, it is a weird thing. I mean, you compared your central character of the book, Indomitable Susan with HIV, with a gardener. Yes. Why is it so? Why with a gardener? Because whenever you visit a garden, you can never see the gardener. You see only the flowers. Yeah. But Behind every garden, there are one or there is one gardener or more than one gardener. So in this book, Susan Style Andrea, only daughter Andrea, she is very brilliant. She did her mechanical engineering, then she went to US. She pursued civil engineering, completed MS from a famous university. She became a very good engineer. So all these things didn't take place automatically. the mother susan always motivated the daughter always stood by her side for 24/7 for that i compared andrea the daughter of susan with the garden and susan is a gardener for that gardener is very important but seldom we care for them yeah. seldom we serve them so uh, here the flower is andrea and the gardener is susan i get it now yeah. i really get it now yes so uh, for other questions uh, please aap bane rahiye hamare sath hi yahi pe and keep listening to radio vrishti and we'll be back after a short break keep listening to radio vrishti live jeevan mein mishti aap sun rahe hain radio vrishti live jeevan mein mishti hey guys uh, look i am back with our show gap 
ऑथर्स आप सुन रहे हैं रेडियो वृष्टि लाइव जीवन में मिस्टी Hey guys so look i am back with her show authors cafe and i am your arjeshwaram of course aur aaj hum apne authors cafe mein lekar aaye hain our author mr s mukhopadhyay sir and uh, i have asked a lot of questions and i told you that he is author and engineer and a motivational speaker so uh, i would like to hear some words of wisdom from you sir how to motivate ourselves how to motivate yourself ha nobody is motivate you you have to motivate yourself because this world will never motivate you this sad bad and mad world will always criticize you only one thing i would like to say for creating fire you don't need fire you need only a spark yes. and that spark is hidden within you only due to comparison insult and all those things that spark is dead it is it is submerged within you so i request all the young young boys and girls to stand straight face the mirror and say i can if they say i can they can so just spark the ignite ignite talent and automatically it will come and as i told you for creating fire fire is not required even the spark and within everybody the spark is there and it can be hit it can be ignited yes i usually say that uh, i can and i will when if someone says yes. you can do something i am like watch me i will do it yes so, you are uh, scan you are scan yeah so uh, my next question is uh, why you told in your book sun never sets sun never sets correct it is a common mistake which a sun sets sun never sets actually earth sets because 24 hour sun is there yeah. when in india sun is setting in us it is rising sun never sets and basically i compared susan with sun 24 into 7 she used to work and she should think of her family think of her husband think of her child in spite of having hiv and so many problems she was handling a schizophrenic patient mentally disordered patient still always she was alive for that i told sun never sets it is a common mistake which a sun is setting sun never sets in india when it is setting in america it is rising yeah yeah it is very true i um, when the british uh, colonization period there was uh, this phrase that the sun yeah. never sets in england it yes, is usually yeah. referred because in if the sun uh, sets in one of the colonies it rises in the other correct so i can correct. Uh, see the resemblance here. so sir my next uh, question is what is your comment about caregivers like susan caregiver caregiver means whenever you see a psychiatric patient unfortunately um, you must not see that but i i i have the experience i have seen sanjay from very close angle the main problem is that every psychiatric patient whether it is depression or bipolar disorder or schizophrenia they need a person who will take care of them in this book sanjay is a character who is susan's husband he is mentally derailed depressed having bipolar disorder having stress and initially doctor had it out he was having paranoid schizophrenia so susan was taking care of him and main specialty is that any psychiatric patient when they become hyper they start torturing the caregiver and when they are normal they love the caregiver yeah but the, for the caregiver it is very difficult because caregiver is not a psychiatric patient so 
you it is easy for you to take care of a patient who is having blood pressure blood sugar or even cancer but it is very very difficult to tackle a person who is having psychiatric disorder and in this particular book susan had done that throughout her married life she has taken care of sanjay her husband who was mentally derailed extremely brilliant but had depression had stress had bipolar disorder so for that i have given so much impetus so much stress on caregiver you know what you said it actually reminded me of something um i would like to say that i mean i it's hard and i hate to say it but i think in india most of the housewives are like caregivers because yes, their yes. their husbands they all have stress obviously they have this if they uh, they are working very hard i get it so uh, they are stressed and they are anxious and their wives are like their caretakers and whenever they are normal they love their wives and when they are not they just like they they what can i say i don't have the words it's like a and they behave like beast they behave like this they behave like beast and from that come only mental punching bags they project yes. all of their anger and all of their frustration on their wives everything 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 or they canalize the complete anger and they behave like beast and for that reason only the term marital rape came to the picture yes so so um so i i would like to take a little break if you don't mind and then we'll be back till then keep listening to radio vrishti live jeevan mein mishti aap sun rahe hain india's first all air romantic radio station radio vrishti live jeevan mein mishti hey here we go welcome back to our show authors cafe aur main hu aapki one and only rj shivam presenting it only on radio vrishti so today we have uh, with us mr s mukhopadhyay sir or uh, so mera question hai aap se i i think you must be tired of hearing this i have a question no no not at all not at all not at all okay then my next question is uh, how would you correlate society and women correlate society and women uh, society and women yes society actually has a very peculiar society our indian society is full of hypocrites in indian society if a girl is raped the rapist many times goes caught free but we point out the girl this girl is raped but one thing please note she is raped for no fault of her she was a victim so society and this thing society is hypocrite society indian society is very hypocrite in indian society a boy cannot even publicly hug his girlfriend yes sir yes there is nothing wrong true. in that there is nothing wrong in that but here if you do that thousand pairs of eyes will stare at you why the answer is very simple they are sex starved in their youth they couldn't enjoy hmm. and for them the jealousy of suppressed <laughs> sex is canalized in the form of anger <laughs> this is a society sad bad and mad society i have to say it is something that people don't agree upon i mean i have yeah. seen it i have seen it even in my school there there was yeah. a teacher there was I, i won't say about it but it was like uh, they were never married or something and uh, mm-hmm. even if uh, there was nothing going on between two students a girl and a boy mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. he would just see something he would imagine something he just couldn't Correct. stand a, even a friendship between other gender mm-hmm. 
Yes. So it happens, and like you said, yeah, it is difficult to admit, but it happens. Even in India, you see, if a widower goes for marriage, people accept it very happily. But if a widow goes for marriage, we can't accept it. Whenever a lady wants to be married after the big widow, we frown. But when a man, being yeah. widower, goes for marriage, it is very natural. We we enjoy that marriage also. Yeah. So this is very, very unfortunate. There is no equality, gender equality. Yes. So um, in your book, like it is a bold statement, but you wrote India is a country of hypocrites. Why? India is a country of hypocrites. Yes, yes. Certainly, India is a country of hypocrites because in India the population is nearly one thirty-eight crore, and this population came out of sex. You cannot deny sex. Even I cannot deny sex. I am born out of sex. I am born out of the conjugal recreation of my parents. That time they didn't think of me. It was a pleasurable intercourse, and I am the byproduct. But in India, I would say, no person purchases condoms and whiskey from the local shop. Yeah, they go very true. Highway. Very true. Very they true. They go two kilometers away. Yeah. But the people of my colony will rush five kilometers and purchase condom and whiskey, and from that day people rush to my colony and they will purchase condom and whiskey. Still, it is a taboo. But it is for birth control. There is nothing wrong in that. But that's why I told India is a hypocrite society. Our hypocrisy has to be erased. But it will take huge time because our foundation is hypocrisy. I don't want to say beyond anything. Yeah, I I mean when I read that, it was a very bold statement of you to make. Yes. It, it is not something everyone can just say out loud and publish it. So that was really brave of you, and it was true, to be honest. So, uh, sir, my next question is: What do you think is the best form of worship a parent can do? Yes, now generally we see in every uh, house there is a puja rituals, all those things. Every man uh, worships God, but they forgot the flower with which they are worshiping God. Those flowers are dead flowers. The best puja, best worship for a parent is to give time to their child. Nowadays, we don't give that. Both the parents are busy in WhatsApp, and they are expecting their child to be the topper in the class. Before asking your child to be topper in the class, you must ask yourself how many times you became topper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if their kids say that back to them. They are like Batamiz hai. He talks back and yes, he's yes, unmannered. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Unmanner, how dare yeah. you talk to me like that? How dare correct, talk to correct, you elders correct, like correct, that? Correct, correct. And, I mean, uh, respect goes both ways, right? Respect goes both ways. Both But way, yeah, right now it's not happening. Talking. Our generation, uh, even if we are at a teenager or as adult, we are constantly correct. being shamed, being badgered, and we are expected to respect the elders. How? Yes, correct. It is not one-way traffic. Actually, it is both-way traffic. Suppose if I don't smoke in front of my father, I must not smoke in front of my child also. Yeah, But we, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we forget that, and we put very the guardians are so wicked. They put unachievable target in front of a child. Suppose they will say to the children, "I will give you a laptop provided you get 80 percent." The father knows the boy will never get 80 percent, so he need not give laptop. One of my colleagues was there. He told me, "I have given laptop to my child, bike to my child. Still, he is not getting result. 
I simply asked him, you are an idiot. Laptop and bike doesn't have any relation with your child result. It means our counseling. So the best time you can give to our child is time, which we are not giving nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. We are either busy in our work or busy with our social life or yes, uh, yes. busy in worshipping the wrong gods. I would Got say. it. Okay, so uh, I have uh, some last questions lined up, but uh, th- I'll ask them after a little break. So, till then, keep listening to Radio Vrishti, Live Jeevan Me, Mishti. You are listening to Radio Vrishti, Live Jeevan Me, Mishti. Hey guys, look, I am back with our show Authors Cafe and this is your one and only loved RJ Shivam, talented one, you know, even if I'm not, at least I like to call myself that. And uh, today I have with us Mr. S. Mukhopadhyay, sir, and uh, like um, I said, I am really honored to have him on our show. Thank you, sir, for accepting us, for coming to us and for sharing your knowledge, your thoughts with us. It is very precious and I am personally honored to be your interviewer. It's my pleasure too. Okay, sir. So, uh, my next question is, what do you think is the biggest mistake of a common folk? Biggest mistake of common folk is that, as I told you earlier, they don't think before doing anything. Basically, before taking any step, one must think. Before choosing any line, one must think. Suppose in my life, I wanted to be a teacher, and I decided if I can't be a teacher, I would be a vegetable vendor, but I would not compromise with other things. So that is the main mistake of common folk is that they never think and they don't have a fixed target. They always have alternative. They'll go for rasgulla. If you don't get rasgulla, go for gulab jamun. If you don't get gulab jamun, go for samosa. So these you will never create, never solve the problem. You must have uniaxial thinking. If you cannot achieve your target, no problem. Change your angle slightly, change your goal slightly, but still, I would say, never be shifted from your basic aim. That will create blunder. That is the main mistake of common folk. They never think before choosing a line. Okay. Okay, sir, the next thing is, um, actually, I was surprised at this, but um, the question is, do the women in India really enjoy enjoy the real women empowerment? No. Only 0.001% women gets women empowerment and they simply misuse that. I would give an example. One of my colleagues, she is in USA and quite rich. She, is, she was a scholar girl with me. She is in a good company. Whenever she comes to India, she purchased 10 sarees. And every sari is used only for one time. Only for one time. Mm. She only told me, I am misusing women empowerment. She was correct. At least she was honest. But you tell me, if you just use a sari for one time and throw it, is it correct? Is it not splurging money? Is it not a waste of money? So the very few women who get the power they misuse it. Very few used it like Mrs. Kiran Bedi. She's a role model for all the women. She has proved that if you want, you can bloom desert, you can bloom rose in desert also. She totally modified and rectified the Tihar gel. 
So these kind of women are very rare, and we require these kind of women, not them, who are having high position, are just misusing the power. That is misuse of women empowerment. Actually, the thing that you said that buying more clothes is a misuse of women empowerment, it actually is a really controversial topic that I would not like to get into. But uh, moving on to our next question, it is, uh, how do you define the life of your central character, Susan? Lastly, I would uh, Central character of life, Susan, is full of sentiments, emotion, tears, and depression, pathos, melancholy, starvation. She didn't get anything in life. Still, she was so positive. Right from marriage, she had to face melancholy, depression, psychiatric problem of husband, wicked father-in-law, starvation, disease. And life was nothing but an interrogative marks in front of her. She could have or she should have preferred suicide long back. But she was not defeated. She had the will force that I have to survive for my child, at least for my child, even for husband. When husband was due to the HIV, then Susan lost her respect for Sanjay. Before that, everything was okay. But till date, till the last moment, she fought for her child, Andrea, and she was successful. I can say, sun never sets. She proved that she can and she could and she should be the role model of the present generation. Wow. Um, really, uh, we are moving towards the end. So, um, lastly, I would ask you, what is the biggest mistake of our present generation in your eyes? Our biggest mistake is that devotion is absent, dedication is absent. Nowadays, everything is digital. I would say one thing, during our time, WhatsApp was not there, Facebook was not there. We used to study thoroughly. And now I have seen my students, they are studying, Google is opening, Gmail yeah, is open, yeah, WhatsApp yeah. is open, Facebook is open, Instagram is open, and they are studying. They are studying continuously and chatting. I would like to give only one advice. Study for two hours, close your books, go to the field, enjoy football, enjoy Anything, enjoy WhatsApp, enjoy chat, enjoy Instagram. But while studying, don't do it parallelly. Parallelly, you can't do mathematics, Instagram, and WhatsApp. While learning mathematics, you should stop all those things. That is the biggest problem of the present generation. They can't concentrate. Why the young generation, even the adults, I found in a house, in the dining table, the father, mother, all the children, guests, all are busy with their WhatsApp. Nobody's talking to each other. Is it life? It is artificial life, and we became the victim of that. Even I never use WhatsApp message every time. In a particular time, is there in the morning and in the evening, I check only twice. That's all. The whole day I check WhatsApp message, how can I, how can I work? I can't work. So that is my only advice to the present generation. They should concentrate and devotion and dedication must be there. Out of WhatsApp, creation will not take place. Oh, yeah, you are totally right. And I myself consider that I have been in this position and I've improved, but yeah, I was there once. So, um, sir, my next, or let's just say my last question, I promise this is my last question. Yes, how yes. do you define life? It's a simple question, but yeah. Life is, a, life is a pendulum between smiles and tears. Life is never static. 
change is there. Since change is there, we can survive. One of my friends, last year, he lost her only son. He was very morose, very morose. He was weeping, he was sobbing, he was crying. But I knew that sorrow will never go, but with time it will dissipate. After one year, after 10 years, after 20 years, gradually it will dissipate. In Sanskrit, there is an adage, gachati kale dukham apachyate. The meaning is that with time, sorrow fades. So, life is full of all those things. For that, I can very briefly say, life is a pendulum between smiles and tears. Mm. But in our life, we should see that smiles should be more and tears should be less. Yeah. That was uh, indeed my last question. So, so, lastly, I would like to thank you again and again for thank being you. with us and taking this interview and um, sharing your thoughts with us. And I'm really honored. I would like to thank you for all our audience, all our listeners, and especially from Team Vrishti and myself. And lastly, I would like to share my email ID again, the audience who missed the first part of the interview. My email ID is professor underscore sm P R O A F E W S O R underscore S M S for sweet M for mango at redipmail dot com and my cell number is nine eight two three two nine three six four one. Lakhs of people who listen to this interview. If they communicate me within twenty four hours, they will get the answer. Thank you. Wow. So uh, that is it for today. So guys, I will meet you again uh, next day or the day after that. Who knows? Till then, keep listening to Radio Vrishti, Live Jeevan Me Mishti. Aap sun rahe hain Radio Vrishti, Live Jeevan Me Mishti.